Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang, I do hope you're well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more relationship stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too, or really helps out. Thank you so much, and let's crack on with today's first story. Much love, guys. Now, today's first story comes from Old Difficulty 5702 who says, Am I the a-hole for expecting my fiancé to babysit his own kids longer than two hours while I work? I, 27 female, recently started my business back up. I went to college, got a degree, got licensed, etc. and started back doing something I love that is extremely profitable. My fiancé has been working for the last almost two years while I stayed at home with our two under two because daycare costs more than our rent. Now the babies are easier to handle. I started back working every other weekend when he is off. To be clear, he, 27 male, works full-time overnight on 12-hour swing shifts. He's off every other weekend and works three or four days each week. The rest he avoids us like the plague. I've been working with clients and out of the four times I've needed him to watch them for just two hours, he's actually done it one time. After that, he was angry. I went over by 15 minutes and told me that once that now he's not willing to keep them more than one to two hours alone. It'd be fine if I just take one to two clients every other week, but 15 hours every other week is way too much. Never mind the 16 hours a day I spend with them every single other day. But I guess that's besides the point since that's my job. I'm also expected to clean the entire house alone or pay someone to help me, but asking him gets me nowhere and starting nursing school soon as well. He thinks I'm being unreasonable in my request for him to watch the kids. 5 p.m. till 10.30 p.m. while I work a real job in a business I own. So, am I the asshole? And there was a fair few comments on this one where OP did respond, gave some additional information. So one comment said, run, don't walk before you have another child. OP says, I had a son when we met who's now eight. And we had two together, one and two, 12 months, five days apart. And I've had my tubes removed on top of endometriosis. Plus, you have to do the deed to get the seed, and that's not been happening. It's hard to get turned on when I feel like I'm his replacement mummy. Someone says, are your in-laws aware of his behavior? What have they said about it? Opie says that I'm the problem and that I berate him and treat him like shit. Literally stopped talking to us for months because I had a problem with them being malicious to me for wanting my partner there for me when I had an inner and outer ear infection and went to the ER for less than 45 minutes in and out. Another commenter says, you made two kids with him because why? Was he not the shitty when the first was here? Opie says, the first kid with him, second kid for me, he was amazing. Shared the load, helped with the house, etc. Amazing partner and dad. The very day I found out I was pregnant with a third, things started spiraling. But in my naive mind, I thought, we would be okay because we did great together when our daughter was an infant. This will go just like it. I ended up being the sole caretaker to the third kid, his second for months. 
He never even changed his diaper until he was four months old. I've stayed this long hoping it's depression and that it'd be under control and would go back to the way things were, but it hasn't. Another commenter says, I think you should not clean after the kids either and make him do it. Opie says, I tried that and he ignored it until we were eating off of random lids as plates and using butter knives for our fingers to eat and we ended up with bugs. Now I've spent the last two weeks and hired someone to come help tomorrow with getting it back to how it's supposed to be. Another commenter says, as a literal single parent, in a home with one income, you should qualify for assistance. Make sure he pays child support, of course. OP says, can I ask what assistance there even is? I didn't need it when it was just me and my oldest, but if I left now, I'd have to have some serious things in play or I'd ruin mine and my kids' lives. It's easier right now just to avoid and ignore him while the bills are paid and pay someone to watch the kids so I can at least finish the schooling I need than to just jump ship. I know he's going to end up cheating. I half expect it to already be happening. He already doesn't want to spend time with us, so avoiding him is easy. I keep second-guessing myself, which has caused this to go on far longer than I'm proud of. The next commenter says, make a plan and get out or kick him out. Don't marry this guy. Opie says, thankfully, I do have some life experiences as I was previously married. My oldest and I were on our own when I met my fiance. My two youngest, his only two kids, are his only kids. After talking for two hours last night, I realized he's literally never going to figure it out. He'll never get it or understand. I've already had my tubes tied and I already don't sleep with him as I'm not sure he's not cheating already. The absolutely only reason I've stayed this long is that it wasn't always like this. I guess the mask has come off and with as long as we've been together, I only recently caved to getting engaged. I swore I'd never get married again and I keep pushing the wedding or elopement out to give myself time to either let him change in a meaningful way or lose his family for good. I do also have an exit plan if I can't take it long enough to make it through nursing school. I've already hired a cleaner and working on finding a babysitter as well and I've maintained separate accounts with the only joint account being our savings which I have full access to. I've been dropping money in my own savings account untraceable for quite some time but it's a slow effort when I wasn't working. I'm hoping now that I'm working I'll be able to save and save while going through nursing school so that when I'm done, I can walk away with my head up and all three of my babies set up for success. Next commenter says, if you can do your job enough to pay for some help, even a part-time nanny and someone to clean the house once a week, get your nursing degree, get a good job and get out. Opie says, I've already hired cleaning help. I'm working on the childcare part. I got my tubes removed and the first baby we had together, it was magical. He helped. He did all the things exactly right and once I found out I was pregnant four months postpartum, everything changed and I guess the mask came off. But I'm planning the exit after nursing school. Another commenter says, pack his bags. Why should you and your kids leave your home? Opie says, I'm not on the lease, even though I've lived here since we moved in together two years ago. But I'm not on it intentionally. I want a way out, always. Another commenter says, forward thinking and I like it. Be honest, if he thinks as a stay-at-home mum it's your job to do all the childcare and housework, any money you earn out of that realm is yours to do as you please. Save it for a deposit on your own place. Going by your post, you have fuck all to lose here. It has no value to you at the moment. Opie responds saying, I at one point last night asked him, what do I have to lose? Be genuine with your response. What exactly would I be losing by walking away? What reasons do I have to stay? You've cheated on me. You're an alcoholic that right now is defending it. You aren't dependable. 
You're not trustworthy and you treat me like a punching bag. The only consistent contribution is your paycheck and I make more part-time than you do full-time. Thanks to my college and years I spent making myself better, even before the kiddos. I agreed to be a stay-at-home mum to save money with the understanding that as soon as the youngest started walking, I was going back. He's walking, I'm going back. I had literally nothing to answer about it. No words at all. And after a long minute, I asked if I didn't even notice him trying by taking the trash out twice, then going to bed. And getting woke up twice because I had to finish cleaning before my client showed up and he wouldn't get up. When he finally did, he was rude to me and the kids. I told him in advance, this is going to take possibly two hours. I finished with her at two hours and 15 minutes and he was fuming because it was way over two hours. And I had to finish dinner for everyone and he was supposed to eat and put the food away when he got back up. Well, lo and behold, I wake up and the food is ruined now. He also didn't start the dishwasher and didn't do any laundry. He literally drank and played video games all night long then went to bed and was pissed when our youngest woke up wanting a bottle a few hours ago. I have cleaners coming in 30 minutes and I have been the one putting in the hours and hours and hours to get the house ready to even be cleaned by someone else. I let it go and the kids and I stayed in the playroom for two weeks and I didn't touch a single thing. No laundry, no dishes, I didn't cook, none of it. And he got increasingly angry every day. I finally broke when I found bugs in the sink and cleaned it all, but it took me three days cleaning. I still need someone to come in and help get it back to safe standards which shows how bad it was just from him. To say I'm done is an understatement. And after those comments, Opie did update the post and says, we had a very long talk last night, which led to my discovery that he was drinking. Previous history has shown he's an alcoholic and I've only stayed because he quit drinking. He was defending saying he was only having a couple, probably more and I think I may check. Not that it matters at this point anyways, but just fuel to the fire, I guess. And he was trying to hide it. I explained how I feel and how I'm not tolerating this forever and he should get that realization quick because the alternative is losing his family. I explained that previous issues, while I've forgiven him, he's made them a habit so forgiveness just means I'm not angry about them but that I won't keep letting him hurt me in those ways. Such as leaving his family broke down on the side of the road and I had to call mum and deal with strangers when my van broke down in the dark while he was getting ready for work. I was standing in the doorway when we got home and didn't leave work for one more hour after we were home. Emotionally, I feel numb. Physically, I'm drained. I have numerous health issues of which hormones are the top of because my unmanaged thyroid is wreaking havoc on my body. But mentally, I've hardened myself to this craziness already and definitely planning my exit. I'm trying to stay as long as I can stand it so I can get through nursing school or at least most of it. I want my kids to be set up for success before I take that leap. I have an eight male, two female, one male by the way. My oldest is from a previous deadweight marriage which gave me the wisdom to not share accounts and has made me realize there's a reason I keep pushing our wedding out and avoiding it more than he avoids us. I've already hired cleaning help and working on finding a sitter. My only hang up right now is that my car is in his name only. I wanted nothing joint and his truck is in his name only without having work history on paper once I take this leap and without transportation unless he agrees to let me have it if I'm making the payments. I'm on my way out. He thinks I'm joking I guess. He did say but haven't you noticed that I did XYZ thing today? My rebuttals were but you haven't done those things consistently so I'm two days when you drop the mask again and I'm still shafted. I'll prove it to you. 
Yet all he's managed to prove is that I can't count on him. I can't trust that he'll be there for me or the kids. I can't trust that he will keep promises or his words even. So his only meaningful and consistent contribution is his paycheck. I'm supposed to think about how lucky I have it, y'all. No, thank you. I'll make my own paycheck and have less to do when I'm done working for the day and one less person's problems to manage. And that was the end point of this story. And I will certainly keep an eye out for updates on this one. But now I'm going to turn it to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. Let's move on to another story. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss hold up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week kiki palmer here and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free hello fresh jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi now that's music to my mouth hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. And our next story comes from the Today I Messed Up subreddit. It does come with an update as well from Certain Syllabub who says, Today I messed up as I presented my boyfriend with his cheating partner on a silver platter. I, female 30, have a boyfriend of three years. We will call him Sam, male 33. And in the beginning, he lost his friend group because of a fight, so he was pretty alone, but that wasn't really a problem as we were happy to do everything together. Anyway, he was in the military years ago and sometimes talked about his time there and his buddy, which we will call Leo, male 30. I sometimes made jokes about their gayness for each other as they seemed to be really close. A few months back, I wanted to surprise him and find Leo's contact as I thought it would be nice if they could talk again as they lost contact over the last 10 years. I found him on Facebook and gave him Sam's email, and he was excited and thanked me, and told me he would write him. Sam was super happy to hear from him, and was excited to meet up with him. He asked me if I wanted to come with him, but I told him that I could meet his buddy another time. They should use the time to talk and get to know each other again after all those years. Everything seemed cool, and they sometimes went for beers or watched hockey games, and they got really close again. I was so happy because he seemed to be less depressed and actually went out again. I actually met Leo once when we all had breakfast together and he was a really nice guy. A few months ago, I noticed that they met up more often and as happy as I was, I was also a bit bummed because he had less time for me. But it was selfish to tell him that, so I was happy for him. And in retrospect, I noticed that we had less sex. Sometimes before we had sex like three times a day and sometimes we didn't do anything sexual for almost two weeks. With two full-time jobs and my health problems, it was always a weird schedule, but I noticed it got less and less. Usually, he would initiate it more often than I did, but I had a feeling it was always me who asked or tried to feel him up. Again, I didn't talk to him like I probably should have and thought, okay, he's working more hours, he's probably tired and also depression is always a bitch to deal with. Fast forward to yesterday when I wanted to take a picture of our cat who was sleeping in a super weird and funny way. 
I couldn't find my phone, so I used his. We were always super open about our phones and have the same passcode. And I saw a text pop up with kiss emotes and curiosity got the best of me. I opened it and it was Leo who told Sam that he missed him, was excited about the weekend where they would meet again and told him he had a naughty surprise. I was shook and scrolled further up and my fear got confirmed as they apparently had been sleeping with each other behind my back for at least a month, if not more. He came back downstairs, so I put his phone back where it was and didn't say anything. I was so shocked. I went to bed early and I said I had a migraine and he knows that I need darkness and no noise, so he went to the living room to watch a movie with his headphones. I cried and cried and cried and just felt so much anger. I brought this person back into his life. I basically presented him on a silver platter. But on the other hand, if it weren't Leo, who knows if Sam was sleeping with someone else? Did he do it before? Was our entire relationship a lie? I never got the impression that he wasn't happy with us. Our sex was amazing. I wanted to marry this man and have his babies. I feel sick to my stomach. I haven't talked much with him today, but I can still pass it up as a migraine. How do I even start a conversation about this? How can I compete with a man? Someone he has known for so long. Did they already sleep with each other when they were in the army? I'm so confused and hurt and angry. I just can't comprehend all this. I just need to get this out. Tomorrow, I will think about what I will do. Also, I'm sorry, English isn't my first language. I'm sorry if this is all over the place and has mistakes. I'm still bawling my eyes out. Opie then added some additional information in the comments and says, Oh wow, this blew up. So to answer some questions as I feel so emotionally exhausted, I can't reply to all of them. But I read a lot of the comments and super grateful to all of you guys. I made an appointment for STD check, but unfortunately it is on Friday and until then I have to wonder. I haven't talked to him about him yet. I don't think I can even start the conversation without breaking down crying. But I went to my mum who recently had an accident. To me helping her out isn't even a lie. But I think he knows something is up as I haven't been as close and loving as I usually am. The messages were pretty clear. I get that guys are a bit weird sometimes and my friend circle is exactly like some people here said their friends were like. If you didn't know they were straight, you would absolutely assume they were gay. We live together and have at least another year on our lease. I might figure that out later as I'm currently trying to run away from my problems. I don't think I can stay with him even after we talked even if he would beg for forgiveness and I could find it in my heart to grant it to him. I just feel like he betrayed everything we were. He's my first boyfriend, the first person I put so much trust in after my family is always difficult and constantly disappointing me. I put my entire soul out for him. He crushed it. I feel like part of me is missing like a limb. I'll update once I talk to him. I can't run away forever. I know that. So OP updates and says, okay, it seems I don't even have to start the conversation. He came to my mum's house and wanted to talk. He told me all about it. How he and Leo were experimenting while in the army, but it never really involved feelings. How when they first met again, they were just buddies, but on a drunken night, they started to fall around again, and then started fucking. He said he is probably bi and that he feels super shitty that he broke my trust like this. He promised me that Leo has been the only man he slept with and that there weren't any other women either. He also promised me that they were always using protection. He begged me to stay together with him, to work on us. He told me he would cut contact with Leo, would go to counseling, would do anything. I told him that I still love him, but that I could never see him in the same way again. He isn't the person I fell in love with. I also told him that the foundation of our relationship is broken. 
How can I be together with a person where I constantly have to worry? Is he sleeping with a mailman or my cousin, the new neighbor or whoever? Maybe I'm being unfair, but I have no trust left. We both cried a lot and I told him that I still need time. I will stay at my mum's house for a while and then we will sort out our stuff. We already decided I will get Chico, our cat, and that he will help with whatever he can do. I feel broken. I still love him so fiercely, but how could I live with that? In my opinion, if you love someone with all your heart, you wouldn't do shit like this. I feel like I'm grieving a dead person. My heart is so full of pain and I'm devastated. Thank you to all you guys for your kind words and helpful comments. I read all of them and I took some of the advice. I will probably walk away from this account as the constant reminder of what he did and what people think about it doesn't make it any easier to deal with. Maybe I will update once I move out and got all my stuff together. I'm thinking about leaving the city. My company has a different branch a few cities over and I could take that spot. It would also come with a tiny payment rise, but it would be farther away from my mum. I don't know yet. Anyway, you guys, take care and again, thank you. A commenter said, I'd like to understand what OP's boyfriend and his past friends thought about. He lost all of them. I wonder if it's somehow connected. Maybe he was more than friends with someone in the group on the lowdown and the friends dropped him when he wouldn't be honest with OP. OP said, it was actually a girl. He was interested in her before he met me and he followed her like a sad puppy and she loved the attention. She was the center of that group and once he stopped sharing her in attention, she got cranky and started talking shit. But that friend circle was doomed anyway as I see it. You can't just get a few people that are all new and say, we're now best friends forever. That won't work. Maybe a few of them will stay friends, but the whole thing had an expiration date. But now this whole shit show happened, who knows if this is really exactly what happened. I have no way of knowing. I'm constantly questioning everything right now. Another commenter said, my first thought would be don't stay with a cheater. That's obviously your decision to make based on your life arrangements. One thing you need for sure is to get tested. Being cheated on always brings the risk of STDs. There's no competition. You can't compete being the person you got cheated on with a man or woman. It's not something you didn't do or something that was lacking on your relationship. It's the commitment your partner doesn't have and it's the lack of care he has for you. Someone who loves you won't hurt you. None of these are your fault. Opie responds and says, I feel like if I hadn't brought this man into our life, then all of this wouldn't have happened. It may not be the logical thing, but my brain is in chaos. Now I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? And just a huge thank you for spending your time with me today, getting involved in the channel. Your love, your support, your time always means the absolute world. Thank you so much. I will see you in the next one. Take care and much love. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.